1: Welcome to the all-new Buffalo Blitz right here on the Built-in-Buffalo Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter network. I'm your host, Peter Dubiasi. He is Lance Nelson, and this is the Buffalo Blitz. This is the brand-new Buffalo Blitz. Brand-new. Brand-new. This is what it's going to look like for the foreseeable future on a different day, Lance. We're doing Tuesdays at 8. Is that correct? Yep.
0: Tuesdays, 8 p.m. from now on. From
1: Starting next week, guys, yeah, Tuesday, 8 p.m., right here on wherever you guys are watching. If you're on Facebook, you're on YouTube, and you're on Twitter, all that fun stuff. But yeah, tonight, 6.45 to about 7.40. A little, I got some school stuff I got to get to, so a little earlier than usual. But
0: next Tuesday, 8 p.m. on B- Buffalo Lance. How are we doing tonight, my man? Doing good, Bills Mafia. How we doing? And you can also listen back on this um, as po- in podcast form on Apple Pod or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. So don't forget to subscribe to Built in Buffalo, all forms of social media, and uh, have a listen, have a watch. And we appreciate you in the comments as well. Come on in, hang out, get in the comments, and let's see what you want to talk about today. Yeah, and Lance,
1: we know there is a, there's a lot to talk about. Um, free agencies, obviously, officially, I'm going to put it in quotes, officially started at 4 p.m. Um, today but tampering's been going on for a couple of days. The bill's made some moves. Tampering's back... been
0: going on for a couple of weeks, probably. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> brought, back some,
1: brought back some players. Um. Oh, you know what we forgot to say, Lance? What did we say? Our brand-new sponsor. Our brand new sponsor. Our
0: brand new... Lance, you know what? Introduce them to our brand-new sponsor. All right, guys. So we are brought to you by Underdog Fantasy, the best daily fantasy app in sports. You can use um, – for fantasy drafts like best ball and things like that, or there's a cool feature called Pick 'em. And if you use the promo code Blitz B L I T Z, it's right there on the top of the screen at the end of the Buffalo Blitz, which is the name of the show. You will get a deposit match up to $100 on your first deposit. Yeah,
1: guys, I know we're a bill show, obviously, but March Madness is right around the corner. what I mean right around the corner, I mean tomorrow. Tomorrow. If you guys want to do that, there's some cool college basketball. NBA.
0: Kyle Allen to the Buffalo Bills, folks. Just went down. Ian Rappaport is uh, reported. So Kyle Allen and Josh Allen are going to be the quarterbacks for the Buffalo Bills this year. And uh, that's just coming across on Twitter by Ian Rappaport. Okay. Let's talk about it. Time to talk about it. Kyle (laughs) Allen to the Buffalo Bills.
1: Obviously, the Bills needed a backup quarterback. He went to Houston. I believe it was a a two-year deal. Um,
0: Vince, initial thoughts on the Kyle Allen deal. Wow, I could have swore someone – I don't know if it was in our chat or if I was just reading it on Twitter, but I could have swore that was a name I saw um, being thrown around. So it seems pretty cool. Um, I think he's definitely someone that can come in learn and uh we'll see what um I guess we'll see what he can actually do in this offense in the preseason right so that'll be kind of cool intriguing with the same last name as Josh Allen so that's kind of fun i think that um you know we'll all have fun with that too so he's got a lot to live up to you know taking the shoes of Case Keenum case keenum was obviously a jokester around the training camp facilities and the locker rooms and stuff so it's kind of be cool to see how Kyle Allen comes in and meshes well with the team and and the group in the quarterback room there with Matt Barkley. So um, Kyle Allen competing or getting the backup job um, for the Bills.
1: Yeah, I think he's a younger option than Case Keenum was. He isn't – like, it's a backup quarterback, right? Like, it's not going to make or break. And could you win a game or two with Kyle Allen? I think you can win a game or two. Mm -hmm. Um, Could you have won a game or two of Case Keenum? I think you could have won a game or two of Case Keenum could have won a game or two of Mitch Trubisky. But obviously if you need Kyle Allen or you need a case Keenan for a long extended period of times, it's just not what you want at a backup quarterback because there's no backup quarterbacks that can win seven, eight games in a row in the NFL. So this is, it's one of Josh Allen's friends. It's people have been rumored Kyle Allen. People will talk about PJ Walker. Um, Sam Darnold was a rumor, but he went to San Fran on a one-year deal. It's all the same to me. It's a solid backup.
0: I think he gets the job done. And it must have been Josh from the Bills Chat uh podcast because he just uh tweeted that he's uh pretending to be shocked, so he he was the one throwing that name around and predicting that, so he kind of had a beat on that. Um, yeah, and it's it's not going to be anything crazy money, probably like like
1: a million, maybe you would think. Still haven't seen players' money yet, right? No, we have not. Players on a two year deal, there's some rumors saying that. And let's talk about Jordan Poyer. We can get off uh, the Kyle Allen train unless we want to talk for 40 minutes about Kyle Allen. Anybody else want to hear about Kyle Allen? Yeah, if you guys want to hear about Kyle Allen, uh, (laughs) yeah. That's probably not the guy. So Jordan Poyer is back. He was signed today, two-year deal. Lance did just say we don't know his money, which is interesting. Um, Lance, my initial reaction, I was stoked. I was excited because I've written up Poyer gone. But then, as I think free agency kind of materialized, and you saw Von Bell go, you saw Jesse Bates go for that kind of money, and then it kind of slowed down a little, and then it felt like the Raiders were a big team, people thought on Jordan Poyer, but then they sent Marcus Epps, so the it kind of slowly started feeling like there's a chance Jordan Poyer is back in
0: Buffalo, but he's back in Buffalo, and I think this is an amazing thing for the Bills. Yeah, for sure. I I was so stoked when I um heard the news and I kind of predicted it on Twitter two days ago after they officially kind of lost, uh, Edmonds and that was decided. So I said, you know, look, we're not going to have to pay Edmonds. You don't want to lose both guys. You got to go out there and make sure Poyer stays. And, um, and boy, I was glad to see that. So that was super awesome. I, I was just really excited to, to see that, um, Poyer and Hyde can get this season, uh, with both getting healthy and let's see, because I mean, Bills were undefeated in the games he played in in the regular season outside of uh, the Cincinnati playoff game and I guess even, you know, the first playoff game. So, um, you know, that he's an important piece, I think. Yeah, I don't know. What do you think about how, you know, he and Hyde is especially, but just with him coming back and taking control of the defense now that Edmonds is gone? Milano's kind of sliding into that leadership role, you know, that kind of helps keep the dynamic, right, of the, you know, Clear. the young guys and the old and kind of keeps that kind of guard, you know, set there. Well, Lance, we're talking about the best safety duo in the NFL that we saw for one game last year. They didn't play in that
1: Titans game, right? Poirier didn't, did right. Poirier play in the, did um, Hyde play in the Titans game? There goes Lance. I have no idea what Lance has said. Ah.
0: Yep. Where, where the heck are you going? <laughs> yeah. This uh, this computer is gonna get me. Anyways, uh, you were saying, yeah, we got the best uh, safety duo. They only played one game, and yes. I think that they're um, they're definitely going to um, kind of reassume that. I think I know that there's no uh, people are asking in the comments. You know, any big names out there? Um, know, we who we to that, Yeah. Hopefully. Who we gonna get? You know, and it's like you know, th- we need. I think the foundation is very important. And I went back and listened to Brandon Bean talk about at the beginning of the free agency period, or I guess today is the, the, um, the beginning, but when he first came out after the, uh, Super Bowl and things and talked to everyone, <laughs> I want to, I want to still want to play for the Buffalo blitz and, and built in Buffalo for sure. I'm a hundred percent on that. So yeah. the, um, you know, having that core is so important to them and they think they can kind of piece guys around that core and really still have a strong chance at winning um, and winning the whole thing. So if, if that, you know, I guess the only area I definitely disagree with that point is um, in the offensive line, which we'll get to, but uh, getting Jordan Poyer back and making sure we didn't lose both Edmonds and Poyer, I think a huge deal. I think people are not going to understand until we really get into the season and um and see how well this tandem operates. Well,
1: like I was saying before, you went bye bye for a second there. I was like Poyer and Hyde back together, the best safety duo. We didn't have that last year, so people say we didn't get better from last year. That we got better because we didn't have that last year. Yeah, I, I think that's an addition. It technically is an addition, in my opinion, because we didn't see it. So I put a tweet out today, and it absolutely blew up on Twitter. Those secondary in 2023, free safety Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, strong safety. Kyler Elam and Trey White as the two boundary corners, and then nickel corner Taron Johnson, and then you have Dane Jackson and you have Christian Bedford. Mm-hmm. That might be the best secondary in the National Football League, and, and it's that's so sweet. awesome.
0: We don't need to move him right away to safety. No,
1: no, and it gives you depth. Injuries happen. It gives you depth. Yeah, obviously a depth at the cornerback position, but you also have depth at the safety position if if you wanted to move Bedford over. And obviously, Demore Hamlin is obviously a wild card, and that.
0: Says effective. he wants to play, so that's going to be yeah. really and
1: cool to see. If he comes back and he's ready to go when it comes to training camp or the fall, that he'll be your third safety. That's another depth player. Bills, if you can get a fully healthy Trey White and uh Trey White that I expect to see back, this secondary. That's the best secondary in the National Football League, and we didn't have that last year. So I think that has to be 100% in addition. Um, Yeah, but yeah, Jordan Poirier. I want to get some of these comments because I know these comments are – Spark the conversation. Um, let's see what we got. Jason's coming in. Lance, I think McKenzie's on the way out of Buffalo. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. I think you can bring him into camp. It's yeah, like, exactly. what is he? I think you get open like two million dollars in cap space, so it's a thing. I was big on the Deontay Hart- Hardy uh, signing. I put out a tweet today. There's just some like things about Deontay Hardy. Um, I think he can actually be pretty underrated for the Bills. He 6th in yards per catch in NFL in 2021, 439 speed, um 87.8 PFF grade in 2021. He missed most of 2022 with the turf injury. Everybody that I'm reading from the Saints, PFF loves this guy. Um so if you love PFF, you love this guy. If you hate PFF, you hate this guy. But PFF is obsessed with Deontay Hardy. I don't know why. Um like why they're that obsessed, but I think there's a chance this guy could be sneaky good. Like I think there's an actual chance that the Bills use him right. His his separations on point. His speed is killer. If you watch some of his clips, his breakaway speed and his yards after catch. He was sixteen yards after catch in the NFL in twenty twenty one. Right. He he could be very good. Look, this isn't gonna win you a Super Bowl signing, but this is a very underrated signing that I think got kind of knocked on when people saw the thirteen million dollar two years. But people, when I when you read NFL contracts, you have to read. These contracts. This isn't the MLB. This isn't the NBA. When you know exactly what the contract is, he's only have a $3 million cap hit in 2020. Yeah,
0: check this out. Somebody, somebody did an edit on Twitter too. Uh, BC Rona rips. And uh, he's got number 11 on, which is interesting because it's a very big possibility. He will be playing potentially with um, Cole Beasley here. If Beasley comes back, we're not sure, I guess. Right. Yeah. On that yet. So, He indicated he still wanted to play this year, I believe, and um, we'll have to see, you know, where that goes. But it was an interesting um, edit, I thought, that came out. and I just wanted to show it. It's going to be interesting to see the dynamic. McKenzie seemed like he was being a little sarcastic on Twitter earlier with saying, like, that was the exact move he was looking to announce. And I think, you know, he was probably talking about the Poyer move um, that he was really looking for. And saying, you know, come on, big baller bean with a watch symbol. Yeah. Um, Jamie's coming. Are
1: we going for any big names? No. Um, I, I, don't, I don't think so. If the Bills want to go into the trade market, I would say I put out a tweet on Alan Robinson. I thought Alan Robinson could be a sneaky good addition. I got absolutely killed on Twitter. I think I got like twenty-five messages in my mentions. No, just the word no. Like I got absolutely roasted. Um for even suggesting Al Robinson for like, a sixth-round pick. um, My bad. Who, who roasted you on that? I uh, don't know. Twitter. Just Twitter. Oh, really? Twitter I got I thought me. that was a good idea. No. Well, yeah. I didn't come up with it. Comments. Absolutely not. <laughs> no. A-Rob is washed. Too expensive. He looked bad. No. Nope. Oh, no. Hard pass. Oh, one guy wrote, I like it. Thank you, Beth, on Twitter for saying you like it. Look. <laughs> is A-Rob going to, he's not going to break the bank. I'm not, I wasn't like, I didn't drop. Oh, let's give two picks for A-Rob. Like the Rams want to trade him. Teams know they want to trade him. He's not going to like cost a lot of capital. I thought he was someone that the bills could definitely
0: look at, but my bad. Jason's looking for some defensive tackles here. Well, we didn't trade at Oliver yet, Jason. So if we trade at Oliver, if, and when, then we may need to look at that. I mean, that, we don't necessarily need to bring Jordan Phillips back. I understand. But if we have Oliver and Daquan Jones and Tim Settle coming back, you know, it's solid, maybe bring, we have some guys on the practice squad too, I think. So um, maybe CJ Brewers around or something like that. I don't know, but I don't. I wouldn't really necessarily worry too much about defensive tackle. If, um, if we've still got Oliver, once we trade Oliver, then definitely it becomes a bigger need. And, um, you know, they've been talking to a guy, Jacqueline Roy out of LSU as yeah. well. So, you know, you also going to have, that uh, potential in the draft, and then the other thing is um, being said right right in the beginning um, that he's not going to go out and make a bunch of splash moves. We're not going to spend any big money this off season, and we didn't know whether to take that as him being coy or if he's really, you know, 100 with that. It looks like he's 100 with that. I mean, they're not. Even though people think that they could pull the trigger on some of these names that have come off the board. Which I, you know, I thought so too when I first saw the move. Like, oh, why couldn't we spend that? Yeah. But you know, they've got a plan, and they're going to go for kind of their guys, and there's only certain guys that, um, you know, that they're going to reach out to and and try to pursue, and so they're not going to get into a bidding war and try to, you know, pay up to anybody. And I think it's, uh, you know, they're just being patient. And I think we talked about off air is that the running back market it just it's getting flooded. There's more and more names being added you know, almost hourly, daily, whatever you want to say. And so it's just a matter of him showing patience, getting the right guy and getting the right deal. That's going to set the team up for, you know, continued success. So Jamal, Jamal
1: Williams side of the saints. This is I saw just saw on Twitter. Oh. Um, that's someone the bills were thinking of. I'm putting it quotes because it's just bills fans saying they want Jamal Williams. Um, that is someone that like, I was like okay with if the Bills wanted, but a lot of his touchdowns were from the one yard line. If the Bills, it wasn't like super productive. But I, I wasn't gonna lose my mind if we signed Jamal Williams. I thought he would have been a very capable capable back with um with James Cook. But I agree with you, Lance. We are talking about off air the running back market. If you guys go on Twitter and you search up running backs that are free agents, it will come up. And there's probably like 15 of them that are decent, solid running backs that you're like, ooh. There's a ton yeah, I
0: absolutely love James Robinson, but I don't know what his deal is. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm
1: I like Deontay I Foreman. I think Deontay Foreman would not be a bad guy. There's a lot of running backs, Lance, on a list on that list where you can get them for one to three million a year and pair them perfectly with Naeem Hydes and James Cook, and you don't have to break the bank. So mm-hmm. if the Bros are gonna add a running back, I would expect it to be a little while, unless there's like, oh, a guy that wants to sign for two million already and they think his price is not gonna get lower, then I would see that happening. I don't expect the Bills to break the bank for a running back in free agency. Um, but, yeah, I think that is definitely some guy. Um, maybe like Deontay Foreman. I think James Robinson could be an option. I think Devin Singletary coming back could 100% be an option if you wanted to come back. So we'll see definitely about the running back situation. Um, John's coming in. How about Judy? Jerry Judy for a $10 million our ten million dollar defensive tackle. I would do that. The Broncos aren't. The Broncos want a first-round pick for Jerry Judy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, they're not, which they're not going to get. So they're not, definitely not going to take Ed Oliver. Uh, but I'm not against that
0: at we all. We would probably have to trade Gabe Davis in order to get um, yeah, you know, Judy. I and I, I would like to see one more year. I, I know that people have um, some angst and stuff. I got his jersey hanging in the background for a reason on this show because we don't need another wide receiver to take Gabe Davis's place. We don't. We want to pair him with. Yeah, Davis and Diggs. I don't want to put somebody in place of Davis. I want Davis, Diggs, and X, Y, Z with Cleo Shakir getting those at the top four that I want. Um, you know, for this team, and and it's probably not going to happen. It's probably just going to be um, Diggs, Davis, with you know Shakir. They brought in Hardy. They're going to draft somebody, something like that. So I, you know, I don't know if they're going to add another big name. Um, would be really cool to see a guy like OBJ or something. You know, just have that, you know, just keep the Bills in that kind of, you know, news. And Von Miller likes to kind of keep that going. You know, he's, you know, got his own kind of branding and image that he does. And and it's just kind of cool. It'd be nice to see a little bit of that paying off. I, I guess, you know, he told us that it's not a matter of when or if it's a matter of when the Bills sign OBJ. So until, you know, he's signed elsewhere, I'm rolling with it. Let's see if they can get it done.
1: OBJ is definitely an option. I thought Paris Campbell was an option, but probably with Deontay Hardy, there's no point of Paris Campbell. Um, and I expect maybe the Bills, if they're going to draft a guy, stay away from like the Josh Jones or their Tank Dell guys in the draft and go with the John Hyatts, the Jordan Addisons. They're going to nail a guy in the first round, which I'm not against if the Bills want to use a first round pick on a uh, receiver. But I'm also thinking the Bills use a first round pick on a right tackle, which would not be a bad idea. Anton Harrison, Darnell Wright, Daywan Jones, uh, Broderick Jones. Somebody's going to get the 27, in my opinion, or the Bills yeah. might move up a couple spots. But that's obviously a different conversation for a different day. Um, see some Derrick Henrys in the comments. Um, no, probably not going to happen. Byron Thielen, Jones got released by Miami, by the way. Oh, Byron Jones did? Yep. He won't be a Buffalo Bill. Um, Thielen, Cameron's coming in. I'm not against Adam Thielen. Lance, what are your thoughts, on, quick thoughts on Adam Thielen?
0: Uh, yeah, if we can get him for low guarantee or low cap hit and just, you know, have him as a, you know, preseason, you know, make the 53, oh I don't God. want him. I don't want to guarantee him a spot. Um, really. you know, I, I would just want to, I want to see what he's got left in the tank. I don't want to just necessarily say, yeah, you got, here's the job. Um, whatever. I see that, uh, Deontay Hardy has landed in Buffalo and was commenting on the snow. So that's kind of fun. Um, he didn't, didn't respond to our DMs. He didn't respond to the DMs, no. Nope. But um, tried to get something cool, but yeah, is what it is, right? He's a busy man. He's obviously not available. So, <laughs> if you did have um, six six touchdowns last year. I don't mind that number. Yeah, six- I don't necessarily mind him, but I don't want to hand him a starting role or like fifty three man roster spot. I've come in here, see what you could teach our guys through the through the fall and this or the spring and, and the fall, um, yeah. you know, workout period, and then let's see where you go from there. Like, how are you, um, progressing? Are you staying healthy? You know, is there any kind of lingering soft tissue stuff going on with you? You know, the guys at those at that age, um, which hurts me to say, because I'm probably older than him, uh, with, you know, or just tend to, um, you know, start breaking down. So that's just the nature of the, of the beast. And I think it's, um, I think it's really cool to, to think about this, this off season stuff is, is always exciting for me. I love thinking about, you know, how many guys we could have here. And I was just talking to my friend earlier. It's like, we can dream up a ton of scenarios here. And this is the kind of the fun of being in the off season. Right. So,
1: yeah, hundred um, percent. Kyler agrees with your point, Lance. There's so many comments going on right now that it's uh, trying to keep up with all you guys. Appreciate Lance. And I definitely appreciate all the comments. Absolutely. Um, Sheldon Rankins, I believe Sheldon Rankins just signed with someone. Yeah, he did. Yeah, one year, one year, ten millions with someone. Maybe the Texans. I think. Yeah. Watching from Scotland. Appreciate it, man. That is awesome. Yeah. Thanks, uh, brother. I haven't seen that. Awesome, man. Tune in now every Tuesday at eight PM Eastern. If you got, if you want to keep watching from Scotland, that's pretty cool. It's excited to see, see the thing to see. Um, Melissa's trying to troll us in the comments. Thank you, Melissa. Um, let's see what else we got. Uh, Draft wide receivers of Cyrus Torrance. OBJ wants insane money. He's not going to get the twenty million dollars he want a year on the market. Like Jacoby Myers just got eleven million. Alan Lazar just got eleven million. Juju got around that number. And those, those guy, all those guys are not probably better than Odell Beckham Jr., but all those guys aren't coming off ACL injuries or their second ACL injury. Like, I think Odell might have to settle for a one year prove it deal. Lance, do you agree? I, I think, and which could fit into Buffalo with the money and
0: everything. Yeah, I mean, ideally, we could give them some sort of like three-year deal that, like, you know, is more backloaded. Obviously, that's going to be the name of the game is trying to backload anything we do right now, and then, um, and then maybe, you know, have the first year be a wait and see kind of situation, and then go from there. I, you know, it's tough to pay a guy that much coming off an injury and having a whole year out of football. So, you know, he's going to have to, and I think that's what these guys are realizing, even Lamar Jackson to a degree, right. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people that are just not willing to pay. Um, You know, some of these guys kind of broke the market and with owners that have, you know, opened their pockets and, and other guys are like, dude, we're not doing that. (laughs) Like, we're not just going to, um, start breaking the bank here on all these contracts. So there's, you know, certain guys get the get those deals and get the the big bag, if you will say. But I, you know, I think it's, you know, like we talked about with the running backs, it's not um, people just shelling out money all replaced the for these players. This is an interesting
1: conversation. Who replaced Tremaine Edmonds? If you guys didn't know, Tremaine Edmonds officially signed with and that's a sad thing. I'm a huge Tremaine Edmonds guy. I put out a tweet a couple days ago or when Tremaine Edmonds signed with the Bears. I'm a Virginia Tech football fan. Tremaine Edmonds went to Virginia Tech. This is a guy watching college for a couple years, and then when he was drafted on draft night, we got our franchise quarterback. We didn't know at the time he was going to be that good, but then we also got Tremaine Edmonds, so it was an awesome night. I was ecstatic, and it was a a gut punch to lose Tremaine Edmonds, and as the weeks went on, I started realizing that we were going to lose Tremaine Edmonds, and I thought, that was a legit possibility. And then it turned out to be, an obviously, a legit possibility. So the question is, who replaces Edmond? So you have Milano locked up for another two years, uh, until 2026. And on the roster, you have Terrell Bernard. He might not be a middle linebacker. Probably not. You have Tyrell Dotson, and that's probably it when it comes to uh, linebackers that are going to play defensive snaps. There's a couple options the Bills could do. They can go sign Bobby Wagner, Drew Tranquil. Him and Milano, I think both of those guys would pair very nicely with Milano. Mm-hmm. Lance has been preaching Trenton Simpson at in round one, Jack Campbell in round two. There's a lot of different options. They can move Milano to middle linebacker. Yeah,
0: I know mean, Trenton Simpson just had his pro day today or yesterday. Yeah. I can't remember what it was. So um, you know, the guy's an athletic freak, and I think he kind of moved up, um, moved up the board. He was more of a mid-second round, early second rounder, and he – uh, put on a hell of a pro day and um, I like Trenton Simpson. I would not I think be... it'd be a great idea. It'd be the same kind of fit, right? I mean, he's a little bit bigger though. I think he can hit and move downhill a little bit quicker. Um, the The knock on him is that he's not cerebral and that he, you know, is more reactionary than um, proactive and, and going through his reads and being able to, you know, <laughs> but the game of the game will slow down to, him. you know, he's going to take development like any rookie would. They're not going to all, um, come in and, and start right away so you're picking at the end of this and the end of the first round um, a guy that can maybe start taking some snaps with a rotation if we do get a guy you know that can be here for a year or two but um, I don't know I think I think uh, Simpson would be the best fit by far and then Jack Campbell is the other rookie that I really like uh, replacing him but we're probably going to go into draft profiles and things like that throughout the coming up to the draft. So I'm yeah. not going to belabor that point, but no. in free agency, I think, you know, we got to think about uh, Bobby Wagner right now and seeing about, um, you too know, tranquil. Guess, too tranquil. Yeah. And there's really, you know, that market went real quick and it was low money. Really? I think mean, that, that was the big surprising thing is nobody got killer money except for Edmonds, I think.
1: Yeah. Look, the linebacker market's interesting. I think the bills kind of realized we can't pay two guys premier money two linebackers because that just kind of hinders you in one position. I think the Bills are going to be okay with Tremaine Emmons. not saying that Tremaine Emmons wasn't good, wasn't valuable to the team, because he really was. He was a very good linebacker for the Bills. Um, I do think Matt Milano is a little more valuable, and I do think they can move into middle linebacker or they can kind of pair it. Maybe they go somebody in this comment section, Devin Bush, and you draft a guy.
0: Pittsburgh just signed somebody today too, so they're not going to bring back Devin Bush, so he's definitely there.
1: You could go Devin Bush, Matt Milano, and then Terrell Bernard. Those are your three linebackers. I would be okay with that. Honest to God, I would be okay with that. I, like the Bills decided to roll that out, and then they used the rest of their money to go get another weapon. I think they need to go get another tackle. I really do. Uh, cheap running back. The Bills aren't done in free agency, so everyone like the, I, I think the Bills. I don't know if they're going to go and get a starting right tackle because I don't know if there is a starting right tackle in free agency right now. That's why as the days go on, I think that pick at twenty seven is going to be a right tackle. And then they battle it out with Spencer Brown. But the Bills could go get a swing tackle, offense, another interior O line. But Devin Bush,
0: not a bad option. Yeah. I so think that- if we bring in a vet, then you're probably looking at a vet taking the best Robert. player available um 27 at 27, but then the potential to see how far some of these guys fall in a move up from 59 to get one of the Jack Campbell or Trenton Simpson, potentially if they're if they're hanging around in the mid forties, let's say um uh, maybe maybe an opportunity to go up there and i'm not sure you know exactly what the deals would look like but we we could definitely make it you know make a deal for it and and see you know if we want to bring in one of those young studs to sit behind a vet or even compete with the vet you know and then that the the money has to be right to uh to get out <laughs> of a deal with a vet after a year if we're going to use that approach i think
1: and i do want to note that being in his history as the bills gm usually fills every position with a quote-unquote yeah. capable starter. So I expect the Bills to get a, a linebacker. Is it the guy we want? I don't know. I expect the Bills to go get probably another another offensive lineman. They signed Connor McGovern. Connor McGovern, I know we haven't talked about him, but let's talk about him a little bit yeah. Um Connor McGovern, interior lineman for the Buffalo Bills now. Last year, two sacks allowed, only committed one penalty, and was in the green zone, which is a good thing when it comes to pass blocking according to PFF three year deal at $23 million started 15 games last year for a Cowboys offensive line. That was pretty good. I'm in love with this deal. I think this deal was awesome. This is a young offensive lineman that can play multiple guard positions. I do think he'll play right guard just because Bates is a better left guard. In my opinion, Mm -hmm. this is a guy that can play left and right guard. And I think a thousand percent, this is an upgrade over Roger Saffold, And automatically, as soon as the Bills put pen to paper with Conor McGovern, the offensive line got significantly better.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I really hope that we can add um, another guy in I the interior and in a tackle. Um, I just, for me, I really think that we really have to get um, someone to compete with Bates even. I you know or McGovern either McGovern and Bates compete with each other and then we sign another guy like a Risner I, or, or something I, like or the Samalu guy that's out there from Philly I not think to, he's still there not to interrupt you but I feel like if
1: you sign McGovern to a three year twenty three million dollars I feel like he's penciled in as a starter and I feel like that's the plan do you like I do think the Bills could do this Lance if they see like a Steve Avila in this, let's say they go whatever position round one, let's say they yeah, go right. linebacker tackle wide receiver, right? Yeah. And there at 59. The
0: second, it's no 59. Brainer. And then
1: you're like, okay, this is what we do. We get Steve Villa, yeah. and then maybe he doesn't start year one, or maybe he does. But if you like Bates and you like McGovern, left and guard, right position after a year, Mitch yeah, Morse, that'd be dope. Mitch Morse is gone. Bates slides over to center
0: and you're yeah, sick. Or that John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt guy. That's you. So,
1: I do think. I also like to like to look at the roster after the draft. I know people like to panic right now, and it's all good. You guys can panic. Do you, everyone can do whatever the hell they want, but I do think. I agree. I think the Bills aren't done on the O line. I would be shocked if they went Dalton Reisner, but then that means
0: I feel like they don't believe in Bates. They went Dalton. Reisner. Well, that's all. my exact point. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't. I mean, but okay. I'm. I'm not the GM. I guess it's like the offensive line was just really bad last week uh, last year, and I just I really want to see. Um, a concerted effort to get better on multiple people. I want, you know, a lot of people in here that are able to compete for starting jobs. And then, you know, if they don't make the 53, you know, we got to take the best five to roll within season. And then we got to take the best backups that can play multiple positions. So we don't have to carry so many guys. Um, You know, we only usually have like nine uh, dressed, I think. So you don't want to have to get up to having 10 dressed if guys can't swing positions whatnot. So that's the important thing. I think that um, we really need to protect Josh Allen because all these, it doesn't look like, unless we make a, a, a bigger name signing at receiver or maybe we draft you know, at 27, say we take a Hyatt or um, something like that, or we end up with Boutte or whatever, You know, yeah. these this offense is reliant upon Allen kind of holding the ball and finding the matchup down the field. And so the only way that's going to be successful is if we block for him and give him time they don't seem to do the quick passing thing like Mahomes can do and they're going to have to try. I mean, that's what we were screaming for last year, but it's like, what are you doing? If you're not going to change your philosophy and go to a quick passing game, then you're going to need guys that can block up front and give the guy time to throw. And Alan was nearly under siege. I, I couldn't believe how little PFF had given, um, Allen for numbers of pre- number of pressures because he just escaped him and they just didn't count him as pressures. But if you l- watch the film, you know, he's got to make a decision quickly and oftentimes he's able to get out there and, you know, <laughs> go from there. So um, we don't want Bute, I guess. All right. I will, I'll, I'll take shot Boutte.
1: I don't know. People, I don't know. People don't like him right now. He's slipping a little. You can get Keyshawn. Knock the- it till you try it. <laughs> Vince, Jesus, man. If you can get Kesan Butte in the third <laughs> you're killing me, man. In the third round, sign me up.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like,
1: I'm looking at he's not even a top, he's not even in the top 12 of this website that I'm looking at. I use NFL in their yeah. wide receiver rankings. And that I think that's absolutely criminal. I think like this is a guy, third, fourth round, you go get him. He was projected early second round pick like a month ago. I'm a I would I would be on board with that. But yeah, interior line. Like, I agree. I don't think the Bills are done at the O line position. I don't think we're done making moves if it's via free agency, if it's via draft. The Bills still have like sixteen to 18 mil- 16 million right now, million dollars right now to work with. That could be obviously changed if they move Oliver, if they, which I don't think they're going to do, um, if they restructure other people, they release McKenzie, et cetera, et cetera. So the Bills aren't done. Is it another weapon? I don't know. Is it a running back? Probably. Is it another interior line? Yeah. Um, it's 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 going to be interesting what the Bills do, but I do think the notion right now on, on Wednesday that they upgraded the O-line, O-line position, O-line as a whole. They're not done yet, but I do think they've upgraded it.
0: Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, obviously, like um, I said earlier, kind of addition by subtraction, we lost – um, Stafford, And that was good for us overall. And then you have, uh, Connor McGovern coming in and the guy, look, he learned behind Zach Martin too. So, I mean, you gotta, you know, I think if you ever listen to, um, the bills chat pod and they put out some shorts and they had an interview with a guy from Dallas, it was a great listen. So go out and check it out on our YouTube. Um, you know, they, they think that he's pretty good, but he never got the chance to play because of Zach Martin, where he was best at. So, but, you know, I think learning behind him and, and having, you know, a solid, you know, kind of foundation mentally, it's going to be good for him coming in to this group and maybe being even able to help some of our young guys. I think Ike is back, so we're going to see, you know, what, what he can mesh in with um, the Bates and and McGovern combo. You know, he, I would expect him to be kind of our swing guard this year um, if he's healthy. So um, that'll be cool to see that uh it's just a lot of wait and see though i think um the 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 offensive line is so um there's guys there there's not it's not like there's not talent there but based upon performance of last year i'm just i'm real like man go show me and there's a lot of guys in the draft so i'll i'll wait till after the draft to overreact but it's like go show me that that you're committed to protecting josh allen go show like you've got to do better than you did last year. I mean, you cannot have um, snap it to Allen and let him figure it out from there. No, you know, he just cannot play that way. We, we, you know, the number of snaps that Allen had to make something out of nothing is just pretty impressive. When you go back and watch the game film. Another running back off the board,
1: Miles Sanders to the Carolina Panthers. I don't think the bills were ever in play for Miles Sanders, but if you were interested in Miles Sanders, oh, right. he's going to be a Carolina Panther. Um I was, I was never really uh, No, I, I I don't think there's a big difference between Miles Sanders and James Cook in my uh, personal. Opinion. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, but you talked about Josh Allen not enough time, not having the the quick passing game. I think Deontay Hardy actually helps that. This is a, a yards after if they
0: use him right. Like, well, that's the thing. I think we had people last year too that have eh, done some of the stuff. I don't think we gave we him did shot. As, I don't think we did as much as we thought we did. I don't um, think that anybody can cover Stephon Diggs on a slant route. That's true. And nobody can do it. Well, and we just didn't throw enough of them. I agree. Try it. If you go back and watch the tape of the first game, the second game, the Rams,
1: the Titans game, um, even the Ravens second half game, those type of games, the Bills' offense was fluid. It was functional. It was elite. It looked like the best offense in football. Whatever happened, I don't know. I don't want to get into that right now because that makes me very sad. But I think Deontay Hardy is a could help that a lot. He's a yards after catch guy, speedster. Everybody from the saints and everyone that I'm reading are in love with this guy. Like PFF was losing their mind this morning when I woke up and mm-hmm. I was like, what the heck is going on right now? Did a little research and he can fly. And if people don't know who Deontay Hardy is, it used to be Deontay Harris. He changed his last name due to a family member situation. I don't know what, the, I think it was the honor family member. Right. So like it's, He's a guy that, if he stays healthy, can be a factor on this team, and that might make Isaiah McKenzie expendable. And I do think the Bills are going to add another weapon. Is it via free agency or is it via draft? I don't know. We'll find out. Um, But they weren't going to pay $11 million for Jacoby Myers or Juju Smith Schuster or Alan Lazard because none of those guys are that good. Like, are any of those three? None of those three guys are better than Gabe Davis, in my personal opinion. So, I'd like to
0: see, you know, the hopefully the uh contract details for Poyer come out because I would definitely love to see what is left in the bank here so we could see what we're working with. And I think we have three different positions we want to assign vets at, hopefully, and that's offensive tackle, um, linebacker. I'm going I'm, I'm and I'm, maybe I'm... a running back. I'm looking on Twitter right now, right? I'm sorry, I, receiver. That's what I
1: want. Yeah. I'm looking on Twitter right now. Three-year deal for $12 million with $8 million guaranteed fully for Jamal Williams, right? And I see yeah. this Twitter account, and I think I do follow them. No, I don't follow them. They follow me. And they're talking about, why didn't we do this, right? And then they, I go to their comments, and they're like, we we let so many other guys go elsewhere. And I was like, what did we – I think Bill's fans have to have a reality check when it comes to free agency, first of all. We are not going to get every single player. Second of all, maybe Jamal Williams didn't want to go to the Bills. That's true. What is? Do people not get that? That not everyone wants to go to the Bills. Lance, I can offer Jamal Williams three years, twelve million, and the Panthers. Did he go? No, Saints offer him three years, twelve million. He's like, well, I want to play for the Saints. That's his right.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: We're not getting – one, we're not going to get everybody. Two, we don't have the money for everybody. And if we did have the money for everybody, we would be the Chicago Bears and we would be horrible. So what do you want? You want to be horrible or you want to have a really good roster so that free agency is not exciting? My bad these three, four days are not, like, awesome. Like, I get it. It's not that easy. Yeah, Jamal Williams, four yards per carry in his career. He had a lot of touchdowns last year. A lot of the touchdowns were inside the two-yard line. Mm -hmm. Like – would I have done three years, $12 million for Jamal Williams? I don't know if I want Jamal Williams on a three-year deal. Like, I don't know if I really wanted that. What's right. the difference between him and Deontay Foreman for one year? There's not a big difference, in my opinion. And I think people need a reality check. We're not going to get everyone. Not everyone wants to come to the Bills. And we have a pretty
0: freaking good dang roster. If this website that I'm looking at is right here, um, we had about $8.5 before Poyer's deal. Okay. If this, if this is right. So I, I don't know.
1: Thought had, I thought we had 16. That was just my opinion. I thought we had 16.
0: Maybe we did. Yeah. Maybe this isn't up to date. So I don't know when the last time. Obviously the Bills know more than we do. Top 51 is all we need to worry about. So, um, you know, came in at eight, but I think we did a restructure after that. So you're right. But, you know, we're looking at 10, $12 million to play with here. And then you got Poyer coming on. So I think, um, you know, you're going to be looking at, you know, six, 8 million left. And, you know, I, I just uh, – I don't know. I don't know what you can do with that. But I, I would really like to, to find veteran uh, receiver, a veteran um... – all right, cool.
1: I feel like we have 16 million wins. Awesome. I feel like I saw that from somewhere. Which I feel you... like
0: Peter said that, not the guy you mentioned. Not the but guy. Yeah. So know. wide receiver, uh, a tackle, and a linebacker is what I would like to get those three positions in here.
1: Lance, would you be mad, right? Let's say the Bills go get a tackle or linebacker, right, or whatever, right, and they don't address another receiver besides Deontay Hardy, right, and they go draft a guy in the first or second round. You cool with that?
0: Yeah, I'm definitely cool with that. Okay, okay.
1: So I think we can obviously have this conversation post-draft where
0: we see the Bills roster. Big news. What do we got? Long snapper Matt Orzek, formerly of the Rams, goes to Green Bay. So, long snappers, getting the big deals here. Thanks, Lance. <laughs> okay.
1: Who? Yeah, Orzak. Oh, okay. Good for him. He'll, good for him. Um, But I think the Bills, like, I think right now, if I had to choose one position, it would probably be linebacker and then an lineman. If it's a guard, if it's a tackle. Bills are going to be busy on draft day. Mm-hmm. So if it, the first three picks of the Bills is going to be very important to where this team can make, would make a Super Bowl run. Also, the improvement of Kair Elam, James Cook, and Khalil Shakir are going to be very important. Even Terrell Bernard are going to be very important to this Bills team. Oh, 100%. So, Lance, do you think we get Drew Tranquil or Bobby Wagner?
0: Yeah, I think we're going to get um, oh, well, I either one not- of those two or, or the uh, Devin Bush signing. I think, Bush. I think those are the three um, probably options be, for us. Would like- you be satisfied? yeah definitely I just bring somebody in let's see what happens in the draft obviously too so um well I think if you for example let's say you get Bobby Wagner for this example right yeah you don't need to draft a guy in the first or second round no or, no it'll be like there's a guy out of like two lane or something that I really like in like the fifth or sixth round Dorian, Dorian. Williams. Yeah. yeah yeah and um I think it'd be cool to draft that kind of a guy and let him Come in and compete and see where he gets, you know, and then Bobby Wagner gets his two, or three years of run, and then see on. where we're going from there. And Arnold, I have man. no plans for him. He's more in the Matt Milano mode. I know, right but there, I he, think so. I, I think
1: know. he still gives you, if they want to go to that three linebacker, I expect the defense to look a little different without Leslie Frazier.
0: With yeah, Charmant- that would be true. I wouldn't be so Bernard, Wagner, and Milano on the field at the same time. I was, wouldn't, I wouldn't I was, be mad at that.
1: I feel like we haven't talked enough about how I think the defense is probably going to be better under Sean McDermott. He's a good defensive coordinator. I think this is probably something that the Bills should have done earlier. But right, I think Sean mcdermott calling plays. Could be, be
0: another addition by subtraction here. Another addition by subtraction. And we have Jordan Poyer. And we have yeah. the best secondary in football. Boy, when they announced Poyer coming uh, back, man, I, I was, just felt so relieved. I was, still, I was getting so angst and just like, man, come on. Like, uh, we got to do something. Yeah, uh, We got to sign one guy. I mean, we had to have, you know, at least one guy. But, yeah, it's – uh it's awesome that we got um, Poyer back, and I'm waiting for a linebacker. I'm also excited for the for the other guys. I really am. I, I Connor McGovern's a good signing. Um, these guys are, these guys are, you know, low price free agents. Exactly what Brandon Bean kind of promised during his, um, you know, end of the last season, beginning of this season press conference. You know, he said, you know, don't look for a lot. We're not we're not out to break the bank here. Um, we're gonna have to find value where we can find it, and I think they have done just that so far. Um, again, we'll have to see what they're paying Poyer to know what we have going uh, going it's, forward. But it's not gonna be as much as we think, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm thinking like six to seven mil, maybe.
1: Which Isn't I feel that what I don't feel bad because it's more money than I have. Um, <laughs> no. But I do feel like he deserves a payday. He 100. percent He's one of the best safety. He's better than Jesse. Uh, he's better than Von Bell. Yeah. He's as good as Jesse Bates. He's just his age. He peaked at the wrong time.
0: Yeah. And he's potentially a system guy, too. Yeah, which is fine if he's really good in my system. I don't really care. Exactly. As long as he's good in our system, we'll take him for as long as he can play until he falls apart. Paul's coming in.
1: Still need a good tight end to back up Knox. Yeah, that's the last thing I'm worried about right now, uh, a tight end.
0: Um, But getting uh, Mike Kusecki in here would be pretty cool. We've been talking about that in the chat and stuff like that, and I don't know how you feel about it. How do you feel about it? Uh, potential Mike Gusecki, uh signing. Uh, what what are we looking to do would think for price range, like for
1: Mike Geseki? I I think we might I think sure. we, we could price ourselves out of that. I
0: think right. I probably but, wouldn't pay more than the three and a half four million we gave uh, to Hardy there. So,
1: yeah, so I don't know if yeah. he if he's, he's going to be an option. I'm fine rolling back Dawson. If you go get me another O lineman in free agency, if you go get me another receiver via draft free agency, you get me a linebacker and you roll Quentin Morris and Dawson Knox, I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm really okay.
0: And I think that you can draft one of these guys too. I mean, if for some reason one of those tight ends actually falls at even you know 59 what? or something like that, or even if like a Darnell Washington falls to the third round, grab him. Someone that I
1: talked about, I did my show two weeks ago. I was off last week. I was on vacation. Um I talked about my I did one prospect the Bills should be looking at before the combine. That was two weeks ago. And there was some guy I talked about he's ninth on NFL big board. That's Cameron Latou, um uh, from Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. I think he could be a very good blocking tight end, very good developmental yeah. tight end. Um you could have him in the fifth, sixth round. That's a guy I would be all over if I was the Buffalo Bills. Luke Shoemaker. From Michigan, I'm on board with that. Those
0: guys are starting to go with an ADP somewhere around the 180, 190 range. So we do have the 204 pick. We can go up and maybe move 10, 12 spots and and grab one of those guys if they're floating around there uh, towards the back end of the draft. Cameron with two as a sixth-round projection, I I feel like he's more probably end of
1: fourth, early fifth-round type of player, but sixth-round to a draft website. So I think this is a a guy I would say that's a guy that you could be good and doesn't – doesn't have the most glaring
0: stats. If he did, he would be a first or second round pick. But I he agree didn't... with Patrick here in the comments. Okay. too. He says it's a good draft and might as well scoop one of them up. So I, you know, that's definitely right. I think, um, you know, we, we just got to see how the, uh, how the, draft. yeah, there's the shoe There's the shoemaker. shoemaker, 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 shoemaker. So, yeah, I mean, I think um, getting a tight end is definitely going to be draft, uh, but, but the, the free agents, you know, we still need, I think we need at least two of the three I named. I think we, we really want to have, and like you said, they usually fill kind of the whole quote unquote holes with a veteran. And, and so maybe they don't consider a linebacker a hole anymore because they still do have Bernard and balen Spector. So I don't, you don't know what they feel about those guys, but yeah. I would expect them to hopefully bring in at least one more guy, at least to compete. Now they did just re-sign Medakevich and Terrell Dotson. And Dotson was, um, a guy who did sub in at the Edmonds uh, spot for some time. Um, so I think that uh, Paul is late to the party. Kyle Allen's our backup. Kyle forward. Allen, we already got him. Allen is starter. Allen is backup. Let's go. And yeah, um, but no, I think Lance.
1: How many more signings do you think the Bills make that make you excited? Not depth signings. Probably but- two. Like, I don't think Deontay Hardy's a depth signing. I
0: honestly think the Bills have a plan for this guy. Um, the I more and too- more you hear about him and read about him before, he, you know, I obviously right. didn't know. And I, I reacted, you know, ignorantly to, uh, early on. But the more and more you see about him, you know, he does. He looks good. And, and if he's, you know, this is the thing. All these guys have to stay healthy. They all
1: have to stay well, yeah, healthy. 100%. Um, yeah, I put a Deontay Hardy out tweet today and has it kind of blew up a, a video. I think there's and I, I ended my tweet. I think there is some legit, this is eight hours ago. I think there's some legit value in the signing. It's a three million dollar cap it. Like I said earlier in the show, and you can always rewatch it on Facebook or YouTube or podcast tomorrow morning. You gotta be careful when you read NFL contracts. You gotta do a little digging, and I know it's not the easiest thing. Eventually you're gonna find the contract. So don't go on Twitter and just go Twitter fingers and be like, oh, we gave him $13 million. Because we did not right? We gave him three million dollars cap hit this year, and then the Bills can get out of the contract after this year. And if he's really good, it would only be a five million dollar cap hit next year. So, the Bills put themselves in a good financial situation with this Deontay Hardy signing. So,
0: and I see people already wondering if uh, we're going to have to renew our Josh Allen jerseys because they might have to put a J um before the allen but i think they, they would they were obviously different numbers so you're probably not going to get too confused at which one's josh allen and which one's kyle allen yeah there's That's no way the opinion. bills would there's no way the bills would ever do that <laughs> um uh, that new marketing campaign right then everyone's got to come in and, and get a new jersey
1: yeah that'd be really annoying.
0: um lance
1: this was our first official show together i think we did i think we did a pretty good
0: job how, how, do, you, how, do, you, how do you feel about the show man yeah, I love it, man. Obviously, chopping it up with you is always a good time. Um, we actually got to break one of the signings like we wanted to, so super dope. And was it DeAndre Hopkins? I hope that uh you know you guys come out Tuesday nights from now on, 8 p.m. Peter and I'll be on here, and we've got a lot of um draft coverage coming up, I think you is gonna it. be a lot of our focus um in the next month or so. And and I'm excited for it. I'm excited to get uh, uh, Peter's opinion on, um, a lot of the draft and, uh, you know, a lot of the, a lot of chances. This is the fun part where when you're a fan like this, you can kind of, you know, come up with the different scenarios. You have your own logic, um, you know, especially in the comments though, you know, take the, (coughs) take, um, everyone's opinion as just that, let them have their opinion. You know, there's no, there's no, uh, reason to, to be crude to anyone. So let's just have fun with it. I think it's, it's cool to, to be a fan right now and be able to, to go out and, and put our heads together and try to, you know, figure out different scenarios that are going to win this team a Super Bowl. at the end of the day. That's what our, our main goal is. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it Uh, again, every Tuesday brought to you by underdog fantasy, go out there and sign up for underdog fantasy with the promo code blitz, B I L T Z. And uh, you'll get your first deposit. Uh, $10 or more matched up to a hundred dollars. Um, and you know, like I said, really cool platform on underdog. So, um, and again, for those in the comments, Kyle Allen is now the backup quarterback for the Buffalo bills, former, uh, Panther and, uh, Texan, Texan and yeah. Josh among, maybe among
1: others. So Josh Allen's front. Um, yeah. Every Tuesday, like Lance said, 8 PM, this is the new Buffalo blitz, new time, new date, new co-host. Everything new. New sponsor brought to That's you by Wonder right. Dog Fantasy. This show absolutely flew by. We're ending a little early. I got to go do some school things. um, But it's going to be 8 p.m. every Tuesday, 8 to 9, usually about an hour. And tomorrow, if you guys did miss this, you can always rewatch it on the Facebook and YouTube. You can also watch or listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast Lance,
0: I don't know about you, man. This show absolutely flew by. It was great. Uh, I had an awesome time, and uh, maybe we'll do it again next week. What do you say?
1: Let's do it again Tuesday at 8 p.m. Appreciate everyone in the comment section. You guys made this awesome, maybe too many comments. That's never a problem. Keep it going with the comments. We'll see you guys Tuesday at 8 p.m. He was Lance. I was Peter. And this was the Buffalo Blitz. Go Bills. Go Bills.